0: I put on my other jacket or just like grab a blanket. episode 16 we can't do this weird spacey shit every single fucking episode welcome back everybody welcome back to another episode of fuck you he's my dad welcome back episode 16 titled <laughs> keanu reeves Ooh,
1: i don't think we're talking about keanu reeves i keep, uh, i keep forgetting it
0: Did you turn them off? Can I be loud?
1: Ooh. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're golden. Um, So we got back from vacation, and then we were like, let's not. And then, no, wait, or did
0: we? No, this is the first podcast post-vacay, right? I thought we talked about, no, no we already talked about vacation. I don't think we did. Yeah, because I remember talking about Splash Mountain. What? No way!
1: No, no, no! This is the this is the podcast. This is the podcast. This is the podcast. This is the po- the one before this was before we went to Disneyland. There's no way. What are you doing?
0: It's like three of my friends hadn't seen the new Spider-Man, so I just. So when you guys are listening to this episode, we're gonna be in motherfucking Disneyland. See. <laughs> All right, guys. We went to Disneyland. <laughs> um. What the fuck? What did I talk about? I swear we already did an episode.
1: Nope. We did. I. We like talked about it briefly, but not in any detail. You because you'd never been. You didn't know. Yeah. So this is it. This is the. Uh, <coughs> this is the podcast for. Fuck you, he's my dad. Episode 16, we went to Disneyland, and now we're back. Because we're better than you. There's a few themes I want to hit this episode, which is uh, our vacation, and I do want to talk about uh, Halloween. Although we have another episode this month for Halloween shit.
0: I have um, some weird topics.
1: No, I'm into it. <laughs> my topics suck. Um, like,
0: just look at the top three.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is we got back from vacation
0: and then we were va- you know, and then we were home and we were like, Oh, working great. Holy Yay. shit, I've been working non stop since I got back to make up <laughs> for all those days. Like it's been <gasps> wild. <clears throat> it sucks. So uh, today we
1: went out and bought some boom mic stands so when we sit on the couch it's comfortable.
0: Yeah, I can sit here and not have to cradle a mic it like almost my firstborn. It almost feels, like,
1: almost professional.
0: Yeah, except for the space we're in is not professional. No,
1: but I kind of like the vibe.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like we should go out into, like, a cabin and record an album with these mics and this setup. This is the cabin.
1: we We have mics. We have the mics to set up and record an album in a cabin.
0: Yeah, these ones right here. I mean... These could work. Yes. Yeah, sure. Anyways, guys, get ready for our new album called In the Fucking Forest. <laughs> in the motherfucking woods. Um. So, yeah, now we're in this
1: living room. We're in my living room, as we have been the last one episode. T- is it just the
0: last one episode? Yes. I can't fucking remember anything. No. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Ah. <sighs> It weird. It
1: hasn't been that long. We were just on vacation, so it felt like a lifetime.
0: No, it's been like it feels like it's been like three fucking weeks.
1: Oh no, it has been three weeks. We just recorded ahead of time because we were. Yeah, we're going to Disney. Yeah, we went to Disney. So should we talk about Disney? Yeah, let's fucking talk about Disney. Okay, so Andrew had never been before.
0: Yeah, this is my first time. I lost my Disney virginity. His degenity, disgenity, <laughs> degenity, degenerosity.
1: <laughs> he lost his Ellen degenerous. Um, entity.
0: And it was really cool. Uh,
1: what surprised you about Disneyland? Um, no one knows how to fucking walk. Yeah. My, <laughs> my favorite is when it hits like 9 p.m. and they're getting ready for like fireworks and shit. And then there's those people with like those little glow sticks and they're just like waving them around. And it's like, we're in a plaza. Like, it's not like two lanes of traffic, like you're directing traffic. This is a humongous space with hundreds of people walking wherever they want to walk and you're just shaking glow sticks around like they've anyway it's wild you gotta make jobs i mean yeah that's fair you do yeah sure yeah make some jobs for the people shaking sticks
0: the shake staking people yeah chic staking people um what was what was your favorite and your least favorite thing
1: of being there, or Disneyland specifically?
0: Uh, Disneyland specifically.
1: Uh, my least favorite part about Disneyland is that I um can't ride more than one ride in the in the Star Wars land. I wish there was more to do in Star Wars land. Yeah, because being there is dope.
0: Yeah, it's honestly
1: really fucking cool. It's really fucking cool. I just wish there was more to do there. And then your favorite thing? And my favorite thing about Disneyland in general is like when you're waiting in the lines. And the lines are long, but they're also all themed. So it's like you're waiting in line
0: as if you were actually going to go do the thing. Like you're at the place. Yeah, I think the best ones are probably like Indiana Jones or like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The Star Wars one is also really cool. They're really cool. The
1: Space Mountain one even isn't terrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Although it is pretty boring, Space Mountain. It's Hyperspace okay. Mountain now,
1: and yeah, it's Hyperspace Mountain because it's Star Wars themed. What's the
0: guy's name? That's like a trap. Uh, Admiral Ag- Agbar. Yeah, and it repeats like the same like fifteen second video clip of him, and it's really <laughs> fucking annoying. Like, yeah, he sucks. I don't know. I wish um,
1: Joy was kind of talking about it. She's like, "Why are there?" Who's are p- Joy? Uh, she was kind of talking about how, like, there's fucking, uh, Star Wars rides everywhere. Except for Star Wars Land. Yeah, there's the one ride in Star Wars Land. It's kind of weird, like, have Tomorrowland be Tomorrowland and have Star Wars Land be Star Wars Land. Like, I feel like we need to, like, uncross these
0: yeah. things. why the fuck is uh. Jango Fett walking around... Uh. Boba Fett?
1: I think that's my first sneeze on this podcast. Oh, bless you. Yeah, Boba Fett, thank you. Why Uh, is he
0: walking uh, around fucking Tomorrowland? I think it's because
1: Star Wars... He's canonically dead? Yes, he's... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I think that's what it... Although, I don't think he is. Didn't they? Darth Vader's canonically dead, and you can fucking see him. But he's not in Star Wars Land. What the fuck? Star Wars Land is, like, in
0: episode... Okay, then why is... Why is nice. Chewbacca not in Star Wars Land? Because he is. He's on the Star Wars ride. No, because, like, the meet-and-greet thing is still in Tomorrowland. Oh, right. Yeah, the meet-and-greet thing. Like, the actual Chewbacca. Like, the only person you can meet in Star Wars Land is, like, a Stormtrooper. A Stormtrooper. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren walks around. I saw him. He was and pretty cool. Ray. Rey. Maybe... That one guy, Finn. That's he's another (laughs) stormtrooper. But he has like the 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 handprint on
1: his helmet. Yeah, maybe.
0: I don't know. This new trilogy sucks. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I'm excited for the Mandalorian. That might be good. I don't want to pay for Disney Plus. Wait, what? It's going to be on Disney Plus. You can't just like go to a theater. No, The
1: Mandalorian's a TV show. It's a TV show. Yeah, it's hour long, like TV. It's like an actual Star Wars TV show. Fuck. Yeah.
0: Never mind. I'm not excited for the
1: Mandalorian. <laughs> also, why does he just look exactly like Boba Fett? Because maybe he's Boba Fett. He's not. Mm. He's the Mandalorian. Maybe it's a plot twist. I want Bosk. If Bosk is in the show, I might have to pay for Disney
0: Plus. I want General Grievous to go and be a fucking Beyblade. <laughs> let it rip!
1: <laughs> I don't know the. What the fuck's the music to Beyblade?
0: Beyblade, Beyblade, let it rip. <laughs> and then I don't
1: know anything else. <laughs> um, I remember like <gasps> Duel Masters. um Oh, wait, no, that was Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. Now I'm getting all mixed up. I do remember Duel Masters. Listen, Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh Masters.
0: Beyblade, and Bakugan are all three the same thing. Oh, what about um, Digimon, <laughs> digital
1: monsters? Digimon's also dope. Did you ever watch? So at Grandma and Grandpa's house, they had like a VHS tape of Digimon movies, and it was two movies on one tape, and there was like a weird animation thing with um, where the kids of America at the beginning. Where they're like in a theater, but it's also like a music video thing. And then the movie starts and one of them is about a Digimon that's all like corrupt and like weird and evil, but they're like trying to make him good. This is making sense. I'm I'm getting flashbacks. Yeah. Like, I want to watch these movies so badly
0: because I have not seen them since I was eight I years wanna old. I want to watch the one Pokemon movie that made me cry. Which one's that? The one where they're like cloning Pokemon or something. Oh, that's the like... first one. Yeah. I remember it. That's a me... good movie, actually. The first Pokemon movie's not bad. Yeah. I remember it being pretty good. I...
1: So, when I was younger... Now we have a story. Sorry, dude. This is like... We are switching lanes. Like, we're on the fucking freeway right now. Like, this
0: is wild. Dude, if you're switching lanes like this on the freeway, like, fucking please stop driving. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> um. So, when I was little... <laughs>
1: When I was little, uh, we were sitting around the dinner table and uh, I was super gullible. I was like five or six. I'm still so fucking gullible. <laughs> <laughs> and so my parents would like knock on the table and I would think it was someone at the door and I was really excited about
0: like. Man, maybe it's greeting a, people at the door—like maybe it's a friend or a family member or a mailman with a package for me. Yeah, like <laughs> I
1: don't—I don't know where my brain was at because I didn't get anything from the mail. Like I was fucking five or six, but I was super excited about it and would like always go and try to like open up the door. And so one time, uh, our parents did it. They knocked on it, and I <laughs> so frantically tried to get up. And go do it that I tripped and fell into my fork. And it stabbed into my lip. <laughs> I was bleeding. And I was like, you know, crying because I'm a little kid. And my parents feel really bad. <laughs> and so they help me get all like bandaged up. And my uh, they get me like ice to hold on my lip. And then to make me feel better, my parents go out and buy me the new Pokemon movie. Which at the time, like in my memory now, I thought it was Pokemon 2000. But having since rewatched that movie, it wasn't that one. It's whatever the third one is. I have no idea. But it has the three dogs and unknown. And I don't really... I still haven't seen it since then, but I have like this... I don't remember that movie at all. Of sitting down and uh,
0: watching that movie with my lip all fucked up. I remember when I was little, I was in the bathtub. And I was like, man... I got this cool-ass toy boat, and I'm playing with it. I'm like, hold the fucking phone. I have a toy shark. I got to go get that. <laughs> so I run out of the bathtub, grab my fucking toy shark, get back into the bathtub. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I got a fucking toy submarine. I need – the whole fucking gang has to get has to be here. So I stand up and immediately fucking slip and bash my chin onto the side of the, the tub. And I remember I had to get stitches, but I don't remember getting them. I just remember like having like my bruised chin and then like little fucking like hairs sticking out. Like I was like, man, I got like a little goatee. And then I remember getting them out and it was really fucking easy, but I don't remember getting the stitches. Didn't you crack your chin open twice? Maybe. I don't remember. I think you did it once on the
1: counter too. You're trying to climb up the counter.
0: Yeah, probably. It slipped and fell. Sometimes you got monkey up onto the counter, you know. I don't know what the fuck you were doing. Probably getting a cup. Oh yeah, you probably
1: were one hundred percent just trying to get a cup to have some water. And you're too brave. You're too strong to ask. You know, you just had to get it.
0: Yeah, gotta get that water.
1: You gotta get that water.
0: What the fuck were we originally, dude? Disneyland. I, we're talking about yeah, Disneyland. Okay. Holy <laughs>
1: shit, we went on a wild ride. Um, still unrelated to Disneyland. I, I have to say, I'm kind of excited for the new Star Wars movie, because they have to somehow wrap this up. They have to somehow wrap up nine movies and make me feel like the last two weren't nonsense.
0: Yeah, because also, and I felt like the first one of like the newest trilogy was going somewhere, and then the second one, just like, nope, we're going to undo all of this progress. Yeah, I know the, the third time... one is, like, has to try to bring it all the way back to the end, and it's like, I feel like having that I don't know who directed the second one, but I feel like Ryan Johnson. I think JJ Abrams had like a vision and then Ryan Johnson's like, I want to fuck up this vision the best <laughs> I can. I have a vision of vacuuming up
1: all this movie and destroying it.
0: And then like, I think a good analogy is Kylo Ren's mask where he's like he fucking destroyed it and now JJ Abrams is trying to fucking piece it back together cuz like <laughs> that's the one thing that made him cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's
1: weird. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to pull it together, but I'm,
0: again... I mean, I'm going to see the next Star Wars. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty excited to see what they do with it. I don't know. Maybe I'll convince Andrew to get Disney Plus so I can watch The Mandalorian without Ah. having to pay for it. Because I don't want to pay for it.
0: Hey, my favorite thing about Disneyland is Splash Mountain. Oh, my God.
1: So, we posted one picture... I think. On, Which one was on it? On the Fuck You, use My Dad. It's so the one where you're shirtless. Yeah, that's good the good one. Lily's holding the exit sign. So we... um. It's the, wait, was it stop or exit? It said exit. It okay. was like a bright pink exit sign. So we'll give you the lowdown. Okay, we were at a Best Western, one that I'm sure many people are familiar with because... It has red doors. It says Disney. There's two Best Westerns next to Disneyland. There's one right across the street from Disneyland, and there's the one a few blocks down, and we stayed at the one a few blocks down. So that, uh, uh, my mom paid for the shuttle, so we could take the shuttle service from the hotel to Disneyland. And it ran like every 20 minutes. So you would get on the shuttle at like 7.40 and then ride to Disneyland when it opened at 8, and then you would be at Disneyland. And do Disneyland shit for fucking hours, and then you could
0: take the shuttle back. I literally, <coughs> okay, wait, I have to, I have something to say. I use Pokemon Go to track how I'm like, how much I've been walking and stuff. Cause you're fucking lame. Yeah, and I want to let you know, I took like, a hundred and forty-five thousand steps at Disneyland. Nice. But somehow didn't reach fifty kilometers. And then last week I walked like. 90,000 steps and reached, like, 60 kilometers. So, what the oh, fuck, fuck, Pokemon Go? Well,
1: I mean... No, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I guess maybe Disneyland's too much of a clusterfuck for it to, like, properly...
0: Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Shout out to everyone in Disneyland that just fucking, like, slaps, like, lures onto all the Pokestops. Like, you're awesome. I just sit in line and just fucking grind that shit. <laughs> everyone's looking out for each other um i'm
1: gonna barf um, splash mountain so first night we're there we make the mistake of riding splash mountain at like
0: 10 a.m and i they change splash mountain because you get Fucking wet. Yeah, they give you like the Ziploc bags, and I'm like, oh, just for electronics, not my wallet full of a lot of paper.
1: Destroyed. Everything's destroyed.
0: It's like I remember
1: riding Splash Mountain and getting like a little wet, being like, ooh, ooh were you like front row? <laughs> huh? Were you front row? Yeah. Like when I rode Splash Mountain three years ago, it was not that wet, and now it's like when you go down that. Fucking
0: last drop, you are going to get fucking soaked. I feel like the the first drop is the one that really fucking soaks you. No, you're you're right. Like the one right after the. How do you do? <laughs> Honestly, that song's way better than Zippity Doodle. Like. Dude,
1: I we rode Splash Mountain so many times. We made it like a thing where we'd ride it every night.
0: But then every night Disneyland. we'd ride it like two or three times. Yes. yes. So we would
1: we we figured out the first day. Don't ride Splash Mountain early in the day because then you're wet for the rest of the day and you chafe and you get blisters and it's the fucking worst. Yeah, it's terrible. And like my shoes are still fucking wet. <laughs> like, <laughs> so uh, we would ride it every night and then um, we started getting into taking the pictures a lot so we took a bunch of pictures
0: it would start off like our very first picture was like the standard oh shit we're plummeting to our death yeah and the second time it was like okay everyone straight face we all straight faced it and then like it would just get more and more weird we <laughs> did some weird shit oh i really, really like our ones. weird cult one
1: yeah we should f- upload that we'll upload um we'll upload more of these pictures just because they were fun to take yeah it was a good time was that one guy's face. Yeah. There's this guy screaming as we're going down Splash Mountain. And he looks inhuman. Like, I've never
0: <laughs> seen a face like that in real life. And the one that we uploaded, uh, I'm not sure if any of you noticed, but there's like a shadow person. I, uh, I the cropped the very, it very a certain back. way because oh, I didn't
1: want the
0: people to be there. Yeah, just
1: like a bunch of random people in the picture. I didn't know, like... Legally, how that would work out, so I just cropped them out. I
0: feel bad for ruining all these people's Splash Mountain photos with our really <laughs> fucking stupid pictures. They have,
1: like, genuine
0: fear, and we're just like, yay! Like, Got doing it. whatever the fuck. I love taking cursed images, and then taking them on Splash Mountain is honestly, like, the best thing ever. Especially because I feel like... Um, it's like a
1: culture. Like, it's like a thing that everybody does. Like, when you Google Splash Mountain pictures, it's all just like a bunch of weird shit.
0: Yeah. Really good ones.
1: I wish some of them were real. Like, the one of them playing GameCube. I like the down.
0: one of the dude alone with the nine eleven is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that one probably happened.
1: Yeah. That one probably actually happened. While we were... Right <laughs> slash Splash Mountain, we were getting ready for a picture where Andrew was going to be making a face and we were going to be turned around and looking at him like we were having a conversation for the picture. And on the ride up, all of a sudden they're like, there's some blockage, uh, so we're going to have to stop the ride for a second. And we stop halfway up the ramp for the final drop of the ride. And then they're like, and just so you know, you're supposed to be uh, seated forwards and we can see you at all times. And, like, we're definitely completely backwards in the log. <laughs> so we have to, like, turn back around. And then we were trying to figure out what we were going to do within, like, this 15-second block of us, like, finishing going up the ramp. And we didn't we're just do anything. Pissed. Yeah, we were just pissed off. I think Lily did something weird, though. Probably. Lily is um, my cat's dog that came with us. Yeah. Yeah. She's the cat's pajamas. The cat dog. Sneeze. Cat dog. Dog-a-dog. Cat dog. Alone in the world is a little cat dog. I'm going to hear him change the thing to time so we can see how long we've been recording because we need to know when we're doing a commercial. And when it just says bar 735, I don't know what that
0: means. Well, what's our BPM?
1: So, yeah, Disneyland was was really good. We found this pink exit sign underneath our fucking bus. (gasps) There was this fucking picture. Not a picture. Excuse me. This was real life. I took a picture of it. Right at our bus stop, someone carved fuck Trump into the pavement. It was the fucking best. So awesome. What's hilarious is John, the producer, was in L.A., uh, around the same time that we were in Anaheim, and uh, sent me a picture of someone had carved fuck Craig in the sidewalk. <laughs> he just stumbled upon it, sent me this picture, and apparently, according to him, there was a lot of them like just every other block, like carved out for some reason. So I send him our fuck Trump that did we found. Did you see
0: the thing where the night that I saw TWRP, they said a thing where it's like, hope everyone had a great night. Except, except for, for you, Craig. Fuck you. I <laughs> didn't like, see that. I was hoping you had something to do with that. God, I fucking wish. I'm going to say I did. Hey, guys. I made TWRP say, fuck you, Craig. And Craig, if you're listening to this. Fuck you. Craig. Bitch. Bidge. Fuck. Bitch-ass Craig. Um, so
1: it is October. And I was feeling I was feeling spooky. What's really weird is like two weeks ago I would have been like, nah, I don't really want to be scared. That sounds like uncomfortable and then I have to be scared and then it's I'm scared and that's rough. I don't get scared. But then it turned October first and I was like, Ultimate scream fest. I'm gonna just gotta drink horror And so we've been watching horror movies every night. Not very good ones. It kind of ebbs and flows. (laughs) So I watched like Child's play while I, uh, while I uh, folded laundry, and Child's Play is a fucking terrible movie. Not scary, terrifying. But you mean it's so terrible flying, terrible flying, terrible flying. The
0: flash pinging, <laughs> trash, the trash flinging, the hash singing, uh, pinging. Um, you just said pinging. Oh, my God, Andrew, I can't. All right, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of This Fuck has you been
1: podcast. Dad.
0: Welcome back to
1: podcast. We've been podcasting since you've been away. And I just wanted to, you know, just bring up this idea of how uh, I watched Child's Play and it was fucking atrocious. We talked about that last episode. We also watched The Conjuring that movie also wasn't great wasn't terrible uh but wasn't great the james wan guy who does like all of any ghost movie you've seen in the last 10 years that's him yeah he pr- he produced and directed and wrote or he does a lot of shit with them i don't know that he does everything
0: but apparently the exorcist is really good
1: the original exorcist from like the yeah
0: 70s i haven't seen it
1: i saw it It was definitely scary at the time, but when you watch it now, it just like. You can see why it was scary then because there was a bunch of conservative people who had never thought of, you know, a little girl masturbating with a cross and screaming profanities. But that's just like. Like, I feel like we are uh, oversaturated now with violence and weird fucked up shit. And that was like the original movie. That had
0: weird, fucked up shit. It's hard to find like an original idea now. Yeah. Especially because like I feel like there's just a lot of reboots happening nowadays. Oh my god.
1: Speaking of which, they rebooted Child's Play.
0: Yeah, and apparently it was actually eh. Like, it was fun to watch, but not good. That's just what all of them are. Yeah. Child's Play is so bad, it became self-aware
1: and started making comedy movies.
0: Yeah, it's like... It's kind of like how Saw was like, hey, we made this one good movie with like no budget that people actually enjoyed. So what if we just go and try to make them now with a higher budget and just try to gross the fuck out of people? And it's like no one wants to see that.
1: No one. No wants one to wants see to see it.
0: human centipede, except for Haley
1: apparently. Haley, my roommate, is into that. I told her I don't want to watch Tusk, and then she was like, Tusk is my favorite movie, and it's like,
0: what the that's. F- fucking disgusting i am disgusting all i see is like small snippets from tusk and it's like oh "Mm." no
1: god fuck i just i don't know okay okay so it's like let's put it into context like if there's like torture or like gross uncomfortable content in a movie i'm okay with it if it's within the context of a story that i'm interested in you know like yeah. Game of Thrones. Theon get his fucking finger bones ripped out of his hands. Like, and that makes you like physically cringe. Yeah, like like <laughs> I don't want to watch that. But also it's like within the context of the story. It's, it's developing like, his character. Yeah, like Theon it's... fucking sucks a dick and he's, you know, getting it. Like he's he's paying for his actions kind of thing. And, you know, that's literally like a total of maybe five minutes out of one season. All of the torture scenes combined, you know. Yeah. Um. Eh, ten. Yeah. <laughs> but um and then there's just these movies where you're just watching people be tortured for fucking an hour hour. and a half yeah and it's like i'm not interested in that in any way like it's just not i don't know maybe my heart is too soft for that kind of shit but i can't handle it it's fucking gross
0: like i don't find it entertaining i don't find it like because like the main thing is like it's trying to be spooky and like, <laughs> and like I just don't give a shit. No. Like why would I? What's the point of even watching it?
1: I uh, one time bought dad this movie called Rest Stop. Uh, excuse uh. me if I've already talked about this movie. I don't really remember. Okay, I'm sorry. Pause. I am looking over here and I keep on seeing these spikes that happen to be in the exact same place every time. So I'm thinking I'm making some kind of weird mouth noise. Like I'm like exhaling into the microphone. And that's pissing me off. And now I'm mad. And now I'm going to be the Hulk. Like, can now we talk I'm about Hulk. One of my favorite things. Wait, wait. I got to finish okay, yeah, yeah. about rest stop really quickly. Just because there's a movie I bought for dad on DVD for no reason other than it was at, uh, I don't know. It was a horror movie, and I was like, oh, me and Dad can watch this, so I bought it. Little did I know, uh, it's fucking terrible, and it's a movie about these people who stop at a rest stop to go use the bathroom, and then while she's using the bathroom, she, like, leaves, and her boyfriend is gone, and she's like, where's my boyfriend? He left in the car. The boo-boo-boo? And then, like, the school bus drives by and just, like, throws out a video camera and then, like, leaves, and she's just stuck at this rest stop and butt fuck nowhere, And then she starts watching the videos and it's like this guy, this random dude, abducted her boyfriend and is just like mutilating him. And so the entire movie is watching this guy get mutilated while she's trapped at this rest stop and every once in a while he like comes and terrorizes her or something. Uh, It was just fucking awful. Like it's just, I guess, you know, I'm glad, you know, strokes for different folks. I'm glad some people can jack off to... The Hulk. That stuff, but it just ugh.
0: You know, I personally really Sucks. like uh, Mrs. Incredible. She has the power to kill all of humanity, but she hasn't. And that's, a t- that's hot. What, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Anyways, one of my favorite like uh, horror movies that I actually <clears throat> really like is Cabin in the Woods. I thought that movie was a lot of fun. It's like not even a horror movie, though, in a good way. Yeah, like, it's obvious, like, because, like, you watch it, and you're like, wow, this is just, like, hitting all the horror tropes, and it's, like, this is, like, obviously just, like, being, like, a parody, and it's, like, nah, this has been done before, and all of a sudden, it's just, like, fucking, like, and you don't know what's going on anymore, and you're like, okay, this is cool, and it becomes, like, fucking action, watching people get murdered and shit, and you're like, yeah, this is, this is good. That one definitely, um,
1: took a turn, and I enjoyed it. it For the awesome. better. Yes. It was, like... Starts off, and you're like, oh, this is weird and interesting. Ooh, what's happening? Oh, my God.
0: And it has uh, Sigourney Weaver. I know, which is like. Just for like two minutes, though. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Like, the whole budget went
1: to Sigourney. No, there's a lot of CGI in that
0: movie. There's no way
1: the whole budget went to Sigourney Weaver.
0: But But a a good chunk of it went to Sigourney Weaver. So thanks, Sigourney, for showing up. Also, thanks
1: for being the last person on Earth named Sigourney. I appreciate that. Yeah, does literally anyone else have that name? I don't know anyone that's named Sigourney. I've never heard the name other than, like, unless you're talking about her.
0: Yeah, like, it's weird because, like, it's like a normal name now, but still no one names their kid Sigourney. No. Never. yeah, okay, wait. So now look at this. Sorry. Look at this. Does that not look like the exact same
1: thing you just looked at five minutes ago? It has the one weird spike, and everything else is normal. It's fucking weird. Like, is it broken?
0: Oh, yeah, it just did it again. Like, it's like every single time like it skips over, it does something.
1: Uh-oh. Well, I'm going to pause this and see if we've been wasting time. So, BRB. <laughs> now nah, we're good. I don't know what the fuck happened, but we're okay. Um... So I do have a particular horror movie I just recently watched that I want to talk about Um, because it pissed me off. Okay. So there's this movie that I guess came out in 2016 on Netflix. It's a Netflix original film Uh called I Am the Pretty Thing in This House. And Joy, my cat, uh, saw this trailer for it. Uh, And was like, oh, this looks cool. And it kind of looked like a, uh, like an artsy fartsy ghost movie. In the sense of like, oh, it's a
0: ghost doing something, but it's not evil. It's warning us of true evil. No, it was just like, that's artsy fartsy though.
1: No, I just meant like camera angles, like the cinematography. Oh, like a shitload of like Dutch angles. No, it's just like the camera stays in one place and she's like, walking around and then she leaves the room and the camera's just like still rolling for some reason for an extra 40 seconds after she leaves and you're like
0: and that's artsy fartsy you know what i mean yeah like a paranormal activity but dumb yeah but it wasn't like you yeah. know paranormal activity was pretty dumb let's be honest with ourselves i mean the first time
1: it came out it was cool you know like paranormal activity one when it came out was cool in the same way the Blair Witch Project was cool. Yeah, and then they made Dude, like wanna eight more. I want to watch Blair Witch Project. I haven't seen that movie in so long. That movie's fucking weird. Yeah. And so the thing that is cool about Paranormal Activity and Blair Witch Project is when they came out, uh, people couldn't tell if it was real or not. Because
0: the way that they advertised it is that it was a true story. And the way Blair Witch... Have you seen Blair Witch Project? Yeah, I remember me and dad watched it. We watched the second one, and the second one is totally different. No,
1: you can't watch the second one. It's just not... Because the first one is like, oh, we're college students, and we're doing a
0: research paper, and we're... It's like found footage, and then the other one's like an actual scripted movie.
1: Yeah, which is weird. Uh, And Paranormal Activity is very much the same thing, where they're like, oh, we've been seeing some ghosts, so we're setting up cameras, and it seems like found footage. And that's what makes it creepy and cool, and the same way it was... um, Advertised. I can remember the advertisements for Paranormal Activity because I was actually alive for when they were coming out. Where yeah. Blair Witch Project, I think, came out when I was born. Before I was born. Um, I came out of
0: the womb watching fucking Blair Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> you had an iPad already. I remember one time where, like, at grandma's, and then you and, like, uh, yeah. Gavin and Devon were going to go watch Blair Witch Project. And then I, mom wouldn't let me cause I was like six and it would have fucking terrified me. Oh yeah. But then I didn't watch it until I was like, I think it was like literally like this year or last year when it's like, oh, like it's not scary to me anymore. Yeah. But it's like, man, if I watched that when I was six, that would have been fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. No, there's definitely a magic moment to watch scary movies. Um, it's also something about being in the theater when you watch a horror
0: movie. Yeah, because like, it's so much louder. Yeah. Like,
1: and there's something about the vibe, like the whole crowd. I don't know. Like, I went and saw, and I probably have already talked about Hereditary, so I'm sorry, but we went and saw Hereditary, and I thought that was a really good movie, and at the time that I watched it, the context I had was Joey's uncle went to see it and had to leave halfway through because he was uncomfortable by the movie. Uh. I've since learned it's because he had the shit, and he left to go take a shit. But within the context of that, I thought that he... Because he was so
0: fucking terrified. Yes,
1: that's what I thought was happening. And so the whole time I was watching the movie, I was like, holy fuck, this movie is fucked up. And that movie is truly fucked up. Like, yeah. it's got
0: some really cool fucked up parts. I like how the... It's a totally different movie than what the trailers show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucking weird. Because you think during, like... Like mild spoilers right here. I'm not gonna like say anything particular, but yeah. like mild spoilers for Hereditary. Um, the whole time you're thinking like, "Ooh, girl doing evil stuff. She would do tongue click." And then <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like twenty minutes into the movie, it's like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> you're like, "This is not what I thought." It gets real fucked up.
1: It's a cool movie, but I'm talking about motherfucking. I am, I am the, pretty the pretty thing, thing in this, this house. house. <clears throat> so we're watching this movie. It's about, and I'm just going to spoil the shit out of this movie because it fucking sucks. So let's, yeah, there's the pretenses. I'm going to talk about this movie in detail.
0: Uh, so a good echo.
1: Yeah, that was good. <laughs> it is about this hospice nurse that's uh, hired to watch over this old woman who used to write horror novels and she's bedridden and old. Oh no! Oh my God! And so she's staying there, and ninety-five percent of the movie she's by herself, and it's her being in this house and being kind of creeped out and like talking to her friends on the phone, or she like starts reading the horror novels that the woman wrote because her house is full of them because she's the author of them, so she yeah. has a bunch of them, and so she's like thumbing through them and reading about them. Um, and that's problem number one. Is 95% of this film is this woman being by herself and she's the only person talking or existing. Yeah. And she has some of the most terribly written dialogue I have ever heard. She calls herself a silly Billy three times in the same sentence when she's talking about how she's scared about reading the novel that is scaring
0: her sorry i'm just so such a silly I'm billy it scares me because i'm a silly billy and it's like i'm just you know i'm i'm sorry i'm just a silly billy it's horrendous and you're like no one talks like this like if i met someone that talked like that i'd be like why'd you say that three times yes. like you're making me uncomfortable that's the real horror <laughs> like these scenes would have been better if she was just didn't
1: say a fucking word the whole time and you could see, like, oh, she's creeped out because of that. And then the creepy
0: thing happens. But instead, she's, like, talking the entire time just to herself. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, sometimes, yeah, I'll talk to myself. Like, I'll be doing laundry and be like, open up the fucking lid. And touch the, <laughs> the detergent in. And then put my fucking clothes in. And then close the lid. And like <laughs> Sometimes you do shit like that. Yeah. But it's like, in a horror situation, I'd be like, oh, my fuck. Like I'd Probably on occasion, I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Like, you know, like, under your breath. It's like, oh, shit. Um, oh
1: my God. And so, um, the, the story isn't terrible. It could have, the problem is my, is the production. The guy who directed it is
0: also the person who wrote it. So he wrote it, he directed it, he produced it. Which can you, usually I feel like is a good thing. Cause then it helps like get their vision out more. But the bad thing is, is when you don't have anybody to look at it and be
1: like, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, George Lucas and the prequel trilogy. No one talks like that, George Lucas, but he didn't give a shit. So now we have fucking six-year-old Anakin that makes no sense going, Yippee!
0: All the time. He does it, like, six times. One of my... Okay, wait. One of my favorite directors... Sorry, this is, like, just randomly out of fucking nowhere. I really like Edgar Wright.
1: What has he done?
0: He did, like, uh, the... The Shaun of the Dead, uh, mm. At World's End, and uh, Hot Fuzz. He also did, like, Scott Pilgrim. He has, like, a lot of visual comedy and, yeah. like, fun transitions and shit. And he makes it so entertaining. I don't know if he writes. Uh, it's um, it's What's-His-Face, who the two guys
1: who act in him. They write him and then? I think so. I mean, I think they have a part in it. I don't know if they exclusively do it, but I think they have a hand in it.
0: I wish I could remember. Oh my God, what his name is. The next Edgar Wright movie is gonna be a psychological horror. <gasps> so that's gonna be pretty fucking cool. When does that come out? Um, next like year? a year from now. Damn. Well, that's all right. Um, but it's like I really like his visual style, and like I was gonna say, like, wow, he should make a horror movie. Yeah, because like now, here his we go. transition or like his transitions and like it feels like not a second is wasted. Because there's always something going on and it's like that seems important yeah like it feels nothing nothing that isn't being shown is for nothing
1: pretty whatever the fuck movie um does a good job of building tension and making you like you don't really know what's gonna happen kind of thing like it helps put yourself on edge um <clears throat> and that's cool but then she starts talking and you're like oh this is weird and the story pretty much comes from <clears throat> the old woman keeps calling her Polly and her name is Lily. And she's like, that's not my name. And that's then not my
0: name. her employer, not my name.
1: <laughs> her employer shows up and is like, oh, yeah, Polly is her most famous character from one of her books. And it's like, oh, that's weird that she's that's talking like to me. That's like plot convenience. Yeah. And so then she starts, that's why she starts reading the book. It's because she's curious as to why she is called Polly all the time. Uh, And it turns out that Polly is this ghost that would like visit her in her house, like the author, and was like literally telling her the story. And that's how she wrote it was like the ghost told her what happened to her, how she died. And then uh, through that, you and you learn that as she's like reading the book kind of thing. And so it turns out that Polly died in the house and is buried in the walls of the house or in a wall of the house, I guess. Um, no, which is every wall
0: has a poly
1: in it. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, is kind of hinted at because there's like molds that starts growing in this corner and it's like, ooh, weird, what what's happening? Um, but then the climax of the film uh, is terrible and not because, so it's super ambiguous and you have no idea what actually happened other than the old lady died and Lily dies because Polly walks around as a ghost and scares her to death. But the, <laughs> the the computer graphics or whatever they used for Polly is just terrible. She looks like one of the ghosts from Star Wars, like they're blue and like look weird. She looks like the ghosts from Haunted Mansion, which is a comedy film with Eddie Murphy.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so it's just like not scary at all. But then she's like screaming and like freaking out and she's just like like the weirdest thing is her legs are backwards so she's like walking backwards forwards but she's just walking normally and she just looks like a normal young woman it's just not why it's are a lot of legs backwards i don't know because she I don't, I don't how'd know. she die she got hit in the head with a hammer so then her legs fucking twisted <laughs> around. Like I guess I don't know. <laughs> she got hit in the head with a hammer and was buried in the walls. And oh my god, I, I just how do don't you know.
0: bury someone in a wall?
1: He was the. Well, uh, hey, I'm doing some renovations. Let me just yeah, were, like it was like open. Like he'd like tore down the boards, and then hit her, and then crammed her in it, and then like put the boards back up. Like it was like planned kind of thing. He'd thought about it. But they don't even really touch on that. You don't even really know his motive or why it happened. They don't ever tell you that. Um, it was a good movie at building tension until anything actually happened. When she spoke, when the scares actually happened, and the climax of the film all were terrible. The most you can get out of that film is a dialogue about like what really happened at the end. Because then it does this weird thing where... Lily, how she looked from the very beginning of the film, is walking around and finding the dead bodies of herself and the old woman. So then it's like, is she Polly? What the fuck's happening?
0: Like, Why aren't my legs backwards? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's so weird. Anyway, it's the, just... The premise of like the, the spooky thing inspiring her fictional thing that then does stuff really reminds me of my fucking favorite... H.P. Lovecraft story, Pickman's Model. I don't
1: know anything about that. Please let me know.
0: It is a really fucking cool story. because, Okay, so it starts off, and there's this dude. Let's call him David. I don't remember any of the character's names. And David is at the pub with his friend, and he's like... Spoilers for Pickman's Model. It's a really good story, and I'm explaining it... In a way that you don't have to read the story like four times over to understand what the fuck Lovecraft is saying. But he's David's (laughs) at this pub with his friend. And David is stressed the fuck out. He's like, dude, I just had the weirdest fucking experience of my life. I'm like, I'm fucking terrified right now. And then it's him telling a story to his friend. So David goes to this art school. And um, at this art school, um, it's like he's studying painting and stuff. And then there's this one student there... Pikmin. And um, uh, he's like a really good painter, but all of a sudden just started drawing like really gory and fucked up shit. And then um, like people are like, hey, your paintings make us uncomfortable. You should not go to the school anymore. And Pikmin's like, okay. <laughs> so then um, David has always been like interested in Pikmin because he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like he does like really fucking cool art. And then one day he's walking around, and then he sees Pikmin, he's like, oh, hey, Pikmin, like, I haven't seen you in forever, what's up? And Pikmin's like, oh, you know, I'm just doing art stuff, I got a studio thing, and David's like, yo, can I go check out some of your stuff? And Pikmin's like, yeah, sure. So then he takes him to the shady-ass part of town with, like, <laughs> this run-down house, takes him inside, it's, like, fucking decrepit, and, like, all, like, moldy, creaky floorboards, wooden, mus- mu- musky, musty? What's musty. Musty, he's like, and then um, all along the walls are these weird ass fucking paintings that David's looking at. And Pikmin's just like totally fucking casual, you know, because he's old. He's, he's, yeah, <laughs> he's a little crazy. Um, but David is looking at him, and there's like these weird paintings of these like wolf men eating people and then teaching human children to eat people. So And it's like really fucking weird. And it's like them in a field. And then um, Pikmin's like, hey, uh, do you want to see my latest piece? And David's like, fucking sure, dude. <laughs> so then he takes him down into this fucking basement. And then, like, there's, like, this giant canvas with, like, a cloth over it. And he pulls off the fucking cloth. And it's this model where it's kind of, um there's, like, a painting inspired by it. It's called uh, Kronos Eating His uh, Child. Yes. And it's a giant wolf eating a human, but, like, holding it like a fucking burrito and just, like, <laughs> nibbling on the limbs. Yeah. And it's, like, fucking huge and scary and it's like gruesome detail and then all of a sudden they hear this stomping on the floor above them. and Pikmin's like hold on i gotta go take care of something and he pulls out a fucking revolver and goes upstairs and then Pikmin's like or uh, david's like okay this is really fucking weird and he starts like snooping around and he's like stealing some of fucking Pikmin's notes and shit and then all of a sudden he hears like fucking shots being fired upstairs but like the book describe or the story describes it in a weird way it's like, it's not like he's shooting at something, but shooting warning shots at something. And then, Pickman comes back downstairs, and he's like, "All oh, right, yeah, you should probably go, as he's like, putting away his revolver, and dude's like, okay. So then he goes up, and then he goes, and he goes to the pub to meet up with his friend, he's like, dude, I just had this crazy fucking experience. And his friend's like, hey, you have those notes, right? And he's like, yeah. And he pulls it out, and it's a photograph of the fucking weird wolf thing eating the person. And it's, like, really fucking cool because it's, like, that big plot twist of, like, oh, that thing was fucking real. And it's, like, it's real good. That's fucking awesome. I really like H.P. Lovecraft, but it's, like, it's tiresome to read.
1: Yes. He definitely has an old-timey vibe. Like, at the time, it was, like, H.P. Lovecraft, Robert E. Howard. And then Colin was just telling me about a guy. That was, like. Ashton Clark. Something. Something, I gotta
0: listen to it, because apparently it's like H.P. Lovecraft, but better. Yes. But like, didn't get any love at all.
1: No, he's like, absolutely... They all were pen pals, they were all friends, and they all wrote in the same subject matter, and he is the least famous of the three people.
0: I really like Robert E. Howard, because it's like, H.P. Lovecraft's like, oh, spooky shit, and then Ashley Clark's like, oh, spooky shit, and then Robert Howard's like, barbarian murdering spooky shit, like... Yeah. And it's all supposed to be, like,
1: I really like... Conan the Barbarian like those classic short stories. Yeah. Tower of the Elephant is the fucking best story. And it's a really similar thing where um I don't know if I've told a story of Conan on the podcast. So here we go. Sorry. Yeah, this is this
0: is your horror variety hour. I would love to read horror stories as a podcast. I think That'd my be- my friend Ryan is actually working on something like that. Good like we can probably record some stuff for him
1: I love it
0: hey Ryan I know you don't listen to this fuck you for not listening to my podcast I'm not gonna listen to yours but I'm willing to help you make yours
1: (laughs) (laughs) pay me money and maybe I won't fucking hate you bitch Mm. so the best part about this story is I don't remember what it's called but it's a short story about Conan okay that opens with this guard inside of this um rich guy's house And the rich guy has, like, a vault where he keeps all of his things because he's a very rich trader. And he is wandering around and then finds his master fucking dead on the floor, strangled to death. And he's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Fucking Brad is dead. Like, this is fucked up. And so he goes to go alert, you know, head of security guy. And they all show up. Nope, I'm already ahead of myself in this story. You're welcome. So, he's going to go tell head of security. When Conan the Barbarian just, like, rounds the corner with, like, a bag full of loot. And then the guy's like, hold up right there, motherfucker. And Conan's like, whoa, 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 I'm unarmed. Like, what's up? I'm just here to strangle (laughs) you. Yeah, like, I was just here. And the guy's like, you fucking murdered this guy. And Conan's like, I didn't fucking murder that guy. Like, I'm just stealing shit <laughs> like I'm just stealing your shit that's it and then he's like no you fucking murdered this guy and then head of security shows up and then all the guards show up and so everyone's got like crossbows and shit aimed at Conan and they're like you fucking murdered this guy and we're gonna fucking kill you and Conan's like I didn't fucking murder this guy he was dead like we found him at the exact same time like you found him I showed up that's the first time I've seen his dead fucking corpse I didn't know that Um, But the whole time this is happening, Conan is, like, not saying what he was coming to steal. Like, he was just, like, I was coming to rob this place. Like, there's no reason for me to be here kind of thing. But he had, like, a whole separate order for him to come in and, like, steal something. Completely unrelated to this guy just happening to die at the same time. Yeah. Um... And now I'm realizing that post this part I don't really remember
0: <laughs> what <laughs> happens. Well, describe so, it to me the best you remember. Exactly.
1: So I'm going to pull it together here and it's more reason for you to read the story cuz it's a really good story. But the point is is uh Conan freaks the fuck out because he's a wild child and just starts fucking dropping guards like nothing cuz he's Conan the barbarian. Yeah. And then they hear like the scream in the other room because everyone's kind of like they, they have this moment where they're like, well, maybe Conan, like, isn't the murderer. Like,
0: we'll go... He's obviously not strangling right now. He's bashing skulls. So like. we're gonna go,
1: like, search around. And so they're, like, searching around, trying to find whoever the strangler is. Uh, and then they keep aggravating Conan, so he, like, murders a few of them. And then they hear this scream in the other room, and they go in there, and then this guy's fucking strangled. Like, super strangled to death. And they're like, what the fuck? And then, uh, meanwhile, they're talking about how the traitor... Bought this like weird thing secretly and put it in his vault. It was like some kind of like old urn that's like full of gold and all this cool shit. And he was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna get all this random knowledge. And this is so badly retold. This is no, that's okay. That's okay. You
0: 100%. Well, your ring actually came off. Yeah,
1: it's like I pushed it off. It comes off sometimes,
0: not very often though. Um. You have to. So then the guy to... strangled. There's an urn full of gold, and it's like, oh, knowledge and shit. And so they
1: go and they find the urn open, and there's nothing in it, nothing. And they're like, oh,
0: that's weird.
1: This guy, you know, master dead guy over there, very specifically picked out this weird urn, from and it's from some like ancient weird place that's super far away from where they are, called Stygia, and they're in like Equilonia or something, Hyperborea. I don't really yeah. remember. They're in. A more, like, western kind of state. And is like, eastern, weird, esoteric yeah. nonsense and magic. Because, you know, the fucking um, Whoa, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's Robert E. Howard from the 1940s being weird and racist, so you're welcome. Yeah. Fucking H.P. Lovecraft is an anti-Semite.
0: Yeah. So,
1: um, point is... They find the urn empty. They're trying to figure out like what the fuck's going on. And then Conan like sees... I'm trying to remember. It's a really well-written scene where they find out that it's like this big fucking snake like crawling around in the rafters that the master had like opened and it crawled out of the pot and fucking murdered him. Like strangled him like a big fucking anaconda. Yeah. And then murdered that other guy and it's like crawling around and so they're like trying to hunt down and find this big fucking snake in the rafters and it's like picking people off and eventually Conan like sees its body and it's like he sees it's like its full body but then like where its head would be is like behind this curtain so he just goes in fucking swinging like he's like I'm not fucking around yeah. and then fucking kills it he thinks you know chops it and then he's like waits a second and then when he goes and looks at it the fucking snake has like this big fucking human head it's like this like fucked up weird human snake thing that he just murdered and he's so revolted and like haunted by the fact that this weird fucked up weird human face was something he just slew he just like packs up his shit and fucks (laughs) off immediately and then everyone else is just like dead or like they're like Still oh, wow. trying a lot to... of
0: people just got strangled. Yeah, like... like
1: a bunch of weird shit just went down, like no one really understands what the fuck's happening. And then Conan sees that and he's like, fuck
0: this. Can like... you imagine having a really big urn and you open up and it's just a human face, it rises out like a fucking cylinder and <laughs> like... then fucking strangles you. <laughs> yeah, like anyway, that is literally the worst retelling you'll ever hear of that story. What if for all of October, as in like one, maybe two podcasts? One more podcast. Yeah, it's one more podcast. We episodes. just have like spooky hour. We just talk about horror stuff. You know, this is like half episode. horror. Yeah, you know, this is like catching up from vacation, doing horror stuff. Let's watch
1: a bunch of horror movies, read a bunch of horror stories. Let's get back to each other. Let's have. I got
0: a. I got an H.P. Lovecraft book. I got to read.
1: Good. Um, I think it's. Let me hear him check the time on this guy. Yeah, so we hit the hour
0: mark. Uh, we, we should. should... Okay, I'll do it really fast and then we just gotta end it because I got fucking plans. Okay, so we're gonna pause. Andrew's gonna do his. Oh, I have it right now. Oh,
1: Andrew has his commercial. I have to pee really bad, so let's do this shit. Don't hurry and
0: pause it and you go pee while I.
1: Finalize your details. details?
0: (laughs) Have you just recently lost a loved one? Yeah. Do you really miss them? Yeah. Do you have nothing to remember them by? Yeah. Now introducing... (laughs) I need a name. Without you knowing anything, I need a name.
1: (laughs) The Big Love Simulator.
0: Now introducing the Big Love Blanket. (laughs) Send us your loved one's corpse and we'll stretch it like fucking silly putty into a fine mesh and sew it into a blanket for you so you have something to remember them by.
1: imagine their big, horrifying face right <laughs> in the front. You like snuggle up and pull their jaw up and it's like on your face. Ooh, that is so fucked up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> buy much? now and also receive uh teeth a teeth <laughs> put in your <laughs> put in your loved one ashes just add in one sc- one cup of milk and you got a nice sorbet. <laughs>
1: the fuck is- Let's do some of this
0: we gotta have Halloween this themed. This is fucking awesome. Anyway, send in your loves ones corpse. Just fucking mail it in to fucking love. Big, big love. Big B- love blanket? Yeah, big love blanket uh, at 664 Iowa. Sh- uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll silly putty that bitch into a blanket for you. <laughs> um, how much? Oh, it's like... $4,000. Wow. Listen, the, the machinery is expensive.
1: I mean, like, do they really have the Silly Putty? Can't they just cut the skin off and make it into a blanket? Like, that's a big surface area.
0: That's not the whole person. How are you supposed to love a all?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That sounds fucking horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely terrifying. Like, just thinking about folding that up and seeing their face.
0: You know, like, those one machines where they do, like, uh silicone mixing? Where, like, they do, like, the... It's like the two forks and they spin around to like color silicone. I have
1: not seen that. Now. It just like
0: rolls it nonstop and then like you put in the coloring and it eventually just blends it all together. Yeah. It's like that, but with a human body. Jesus Christ. And it's really stretchy.
1: That's disgusting. But also I love it. Buy now. I'll buy 10.
0: At 664 Iowa. I'll spend 40,000 fucking dollars in people That's blankets. 10 blankets. People blankets. I was looking at this blanket, and I'm like, "What if that was just a big hunk of fucking flesh?" Dude,
1: this quilt right here behind us—if that was a fucking person, I knew that you can see like fucking, their face right here, yeah, looking at you, dead they'd be eyes. Fucking terrifying. I'm imagining their face kind of stretched out because of the process. So they're just like, ah, like their
0: bones fucking smashed mouth and shit, wide
1: open, like,
0: like a what's the one dude from Mother, okay, guy oh you know anyways thanks for listening to our podcast that's the podcast next episode is going to be spooky as hell yeah get ready it's going to be our spooktacular special (laughs) probably with a more creative name